267 of PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. It is Sunday night. I'm Elio. He's Ben. Ben, what's going on? Not, not much, man. Not much. It was kind of a um, boring, slow day. And, uh, you know, this is my excitement for the evening. So uh should be a good show. And, um, but uh, <laughs> we are going to consolidate the... Um, the week in wrestling just a smidge because I I had to call an audible uh, as you guys as you guys know uh, last night um, was a very long night of uh, professional wrestling and with the battle of the belt uh, side of things um, for those of you that have been following us for a while, you'll probably remember that we've covered, I think, either four or five of them. I think, I think five. We're pretty sure. Oh, and, yeah, uh, I think we did five. We just, uh, yeah, we did five. And quite, quite frankly, quite frankly, folks, I have too much respect for your time and Elio's time because I went into the show with the intention of covering it. And, you know, I'm watching this, and I'm like, why? And, and then I go, and then I go back, and I flip through uh, Rampage for... Actually, what are you talking about? I want to see if I can find, like, a coverage of it, just to see, like, what others said about it. Go on. Yeah, just for, like, thir- just for, like, 30 seconds to see what matches they added. And come to find out, they added... You know, two out of the three matches on the show on Friday night during Rampage. So it's like, what kind of relevance does this show have? It's sixty-six percent of it. Yes, I went to math class. Aren't you so proud of me? Um, is um, you know, is being advertised the night before. So it's like it's irre- it's irrelevant to me. So I just figured, and Elio agreed with me that we would. Uh, that we would consolidate that just a little bit. Okay, there's no report. I don't care anyways. Well, I, I don't think anybody else would care either. No offense. All right, so, of course, we have uh, this week in wrestling, AEW and WWE stuff. Um, we have, I'll, I'll look, we have the Greatest Internet Continental Champion Tournament. And we have... Um, the murder mystery, of course, or I'll look for something else I have saved on my iPad. And, of course, wrestling roulette. Very and good. Ben, uh, wait, before we get into the weekend wrestling, that tournament, the the randomizer picked uh, picked six matches with the, with the, but with different winners from who you picked, but the, the other ten, uh, you, you both got them right. Oh, very good. So out of six ten... matches, you got you got you got ten right. You beat on ten. Well, that's a good percentage, especially right. in ba- especially in basketball terminology. If you <laughs> nailed ten out of sixteen shots, you had a damn good game, folks. All right, so I say we get into this weekend wrestling. Absolutely. So money at Raw, I'm going to start off with high points. I gave it to the Drew McIntyre, Matt Riddle versus Imperium. Becky Lynch and Zoe Stark, Tommaso Ciampa and The Miz, and of course, Rollins Owens and Sami Zayn versus Judgment Day. Okay. Uh, well, 
Okay, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. No points. Uh, I gave it to the Logan Paul Ricochet face to face. Oh, I just don't care. Thank Christ. Okay. As well as the Shayna Baszler Emma match. Who? What were they thinking? Blocking that shit. All right. So that's poor Emma's probably like, why the fuck did she come back to this company? <laughs> so that's my high point, low points. So what do you have? Um, well, largely, I, I agree with you. Um, I, um, I can't give, let me see, which one did you give a high point that I disagreed with? Let me, let me, let me look. The bank of the uh, Well, well, I, I wouldn't give that a high point either, but, um, the other one I disagree with was, was McIntyre and Rebel. Oh. Um, okay. I just, you know, it was, it's not bad. But it's just like I don't I I don't really, I don't really see the point in having Riddle take the loss like week after week. But I think this is either like the second or third time he's lost to them in different variations. And I'm like, what, if this what, is gonna what, be a feud, what, what, what if he keeps losing and finally snaps and trims heel? Well, you know, I I don't know how they would turn Matt Riddle heel. Like he just has that goofy approach to him. But it, but you know, it if it if it got him out of doing the goofy shit and and um, yeah. you know got him back to being like the the RKO kind of Riddle, I'd be I'd be down for that. Yeah. Um. But um. But the high points I did have. Um, where's uh, let's see here, Seth Rollins and Dominic. Uh, Dominic's getting better and better, mm-hmm. boys and girls. Like, yeah. you know, all all respect to him. Uh, and then what other high point was there? A lot of low points on this show, to tell you the truth. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, and then the the only other high point I had, I agree with you with Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus Judgment Day. That was pretty good. Uh, low points. Um, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to uh, disagree with you on the Zoe Stark and Becky Lynch match because one, why is Becky Lynch losing? Uh, you know, I know she's in a feud with Trish. And, I I really love those glasses she wore. Come on. No, I no, I didn't. By the way, I, her, her are terrible. Oh my god! She look all due respect to to Seth Rollins and everything. Look, Becky Lynch is a to me just a gorgeous woman, and like, why the hell would you even want to? You know, it, it, there's a difference between somebody being silly and be and being goofy. Like, you know, somebody, somebody, somebody asked me one time. One of my friends was like, "Would you rather go to a go to a Christmas party with with a girl that was, you know, dressed up, you know, all nice and high class, or would you rather go up with with a girl dressed as Cindy Lou Who?" And I, and I, every single Cindy, time, Cindy, I, who what? Cindy Lou Who. I know, I know who that. I know who you're talking about. Um, you what? know, and and I would always say Cindy Lou Who because I'm a goofball. You know, so I I mean I get that, but I mean some of these outfits are just purely fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And um, 
you know, and, and to me, Becky Lynch should not be made to look ridiculous. Now, hold on, which Seth Rollins match did you give a high point to? Um, it was, um, it the was... The Judgment Day, right? And it... again, the Six Man, right? Yeah, it was, um... Yeah, but then I also have it on my list that that Seth um beat Dominic or was it was that uh no because uh the the Seth Rollins versus Dominic match alone I gave a low point strictly because mainly because it it wasn't really a match like what happened like they came out Dominic attacked him and then all judgment they got involved and the match was yeah so I'm I'm top, uh, that's thank you. Good for the clarification, but yes, I what when I say that I'm I'm talking about the the six man, what what it actually turned into, not the yeah. segment before it. Um, so thank you for that. Um, and then low points. Um, you know Emma versus Shayna Baszler. A one minute thirty second match. Give me a fucking break. Ninety seconds. <laughs> what? Um, the Miz versus Tommaso Ciampa. Now the Miz. This match in and of itself was not bad. Okay. Um, the match itself shouldn't be considered a low point. However, the reason why I had to stick a low point on this, folks. Why the. Fuck. And I do mean why the fuck is are we going back to the Miz and Bronson Reed? Like, why are they partnering up again? What? Really? We're going to do this to Bronson Reed and then make Tomaso right. Champa look like an idiot? Right. <laughs> like, you know, if this leads... And I, I feel like I've, I've said this with every angle regarding Tommaso Ciampa since he got called up to the main roster because for some reason he's floundering like a like a half dead fish on a on a boat deck but since they're, going they're, up to. They're, they're waiting the, for Johnny Gargano to return because I think he's out with an injury. Yeah, but but it's just like why are. Why are we doing this to, to Tommaso? So the end result is getting him back with DIY. I get it, but Jesus fucking Christ! You know it's just painful. Um, and why? And, and you know, and I mean no disrespect to the Mike Mazanin, but I'm I'm talking because because he has worked his ass off, you know, and, and I'm not I'm not a fan of his wrestling. Style, so to speak, but I, but I can appreciate his persona and how hard he's worked and stuff. Because if you go back to the beginning of his career, this poor guy got his ass, you know, handed to him on so many occasions in the locker room and in the ring. You almost feel bad for him. But it, it's just, um, but in terms of the Miz's character, it's like anything that gets associated with him, I'm like. I'm not interested. I know that sounds horrible, but like I'm just kind of past the Miz's character. It, the Miz has kind of entered like John Cena territory in in my way of thinking because I was never a fan of John Cena the wrestler, mm-hmm. but I appreciated his work ethic and everything that he did that came along with it. And 
I I feel the same way about the Miz, uh, but the match itself was an absolute unnecessary, um, or you know just a partnership. The match wasn't too bad, but I can't I just can't get invested with anything with the Miz in twenty twenty three. I'm sorry. I'm speaking, sorry. Speaking of Bronson Reed, he's in uh, this week's fantasy match. Yeah, I saw that, and I want to. I, I know you don't have results for that yet because you just announced it, but no, I do. Um, like we just posted it yesterday. Uh, well, absolutely, but I want to discuss that in just a second. All right. But um, the lowest of low points is the the Ricochet and Logan Paul oh segment. My God, I just, you know what? I hate Logan. You know what? Actually, hold on. I have to play this clip I found on TikTok because you're gonna laugh. This is okay. Angry Grandma. Let me see if I can if I can find it. But this is courtesy of Angry Grandma. Okay, she's like she's like a comedian with her with her like uh, grandson Jake or whatever his name is. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if I have it saved or actually we'll be right back. All right, Ben. So I found the angry grandma. Are you ready? Yeah. This is, she's standing in front of the prime truck, the Logan Paul prime drink, okay? Oh, God. Um, yeah, well, I'm not surprised. Um, but this this 
promo, the reason why we're bringing that up, folks, this promo between Logan Paul and Ricochet was absolutely god-awful. Oh, yeah, especially Logan Paul, on Logan Paul's part. His promo, his side of the promo was terrible. And, and, and Ricochet also, he's never been the best promo guy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we saw the, um, we saw the, the Velveteen Dream Spot. From back in NXT. Oh, is that when he uh when he uh, attacked uh, Logan Paul after and he did that flip or whatever? On yeah. The okay. Yes. Um. So that was cool. You know, I don't think it had the, nearly the same amount of impact because back then we were talking about a talent at the level of Velveteen Dream and, and in the ring that guy was awesome. Now all the outside of the ring stuff. Well, I don't give two shits, and I understand why they separated from him entirely. I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not condoning any of that, but I'm just saying in the ring, Velveteen Dream was awesome. And what a what a what a quintessential definition of the term wasted potential. Um, but um, you know, and like they they're building up this feud with Logan and, and Ricochet and they've had all these moments at you know Royal Rumble and SummerSlam and now or, or Royal Rumble and Money in the Bank and now they're gonna have the match at SummerSlam. I just don't care. Yeah. I, I wanna see um I wanna see Ricochet in something of substance on the main roster, not being not being stuck with a fucking celebrity like Logan Paul. I'm sorry. Now, now, in case you guys can't tell by my tone, I'm just not a fan of these fucking social media celebrities coming in on my mm-hmm. fucking professional wrestling. And and Logan Paul, just, there's something about him that just gives me the, the heebie-jeebies. Uh, you know. LNA said he makes videos for 14-year-old well, precisely, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Right. You know, you guys have already heard my take on social media, and I, I'm not too big of a fan of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you know, moving on, those were my high points, all high points for Monday Night Raw. All right, and I, I'm, I think we can get through NXT before we go into commercial. Okay. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just run it down real quick. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll let you cover that because. I watched it, but I wasn't really interested in it, so I'll just let you do your so high points and low points. For NXT high points, I gave it to Chase U versus Charlie Dempsey and Drew Gulak. I have to say, I don't know why, but Chase U is starting to grow on me. And I I, I think it started with the Hale. And, and like, Drew Cousin and Andre Chase have virtually have nothing in common, but yet this team works. You know, I'm willing to give it more of a chance than I was in the past. Yeah, now like, like in, the, in the past, I would have been like, oh, this, this team is terrible. I, I can't stand Chase you as I have in the past, but they're starting to grow at me. Yeah. Especially after running, like, who Andre Chase is outside of WWE, how he was part of Evolve. He was a tag team with his brother over there. Oh, he worked with his brother. I yeah, didn't know that. as the Bravado brothers, he w- they were known as Harlem and Lancelot Bravado. Oh, very good. Yeah, 
Another high point that I gave to Braun Breaker, Ilya Dragunov. And Carmelo yeah, that was a really good match. That was, that would be a high point for me too. And Carmelo and Trick versus Judgment Day. Low points. Cora Jade versus Kalani Jordan. Oh, thank God. She she completely missed. Did you see the move? She completely missed. Which was Kalani Jordan. Yeah. So she um. It was, she did a series of clotheslines and mm-hmm. and that was that was that was fine, but then she she followed she followed it up with like a um, like a handspring back elbow kind of move. Oh okay, I saw yeah. And she completely fucking. Yeah, I saw that part. Yeah, you know, it's just like. You know, I know she's new, so I, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to rip her a new ass, but. but you know, I know these shows are live, but these people have got to, you know, consider editing these things so that their their um, performers don't look like idiots. You know what? You know what I've uh, noticed. Yeah. Do you remember when I was asking you what NXT Level Up is? Yeah. NXT Level Up is AEW Rampage. That's what Level Up is. I'm starting to see because it, it can only be uh, another show like that because like how many people actually watch it or know about Level Up? Well, I don't. I don't think very many. I think I think WWE just has too many shows. Yeah, that's, I know, that, I, that's I, why I'm like I'm seeing like uh, Friday nights is AEW Rampage and Friday nights is also NXT Level Up. Exactly. So, so uh, you know, yeah, uh, I don't know. Another low point I gave was to Tiffany Strand and Ivy Nile, and I hated doing this because I like both, but this match just didn't really do for me. And my final high low point, Stax versus Joe Coffee. That was awful. Oh, and especially, this... come on, Tony D'Angelo calling into the NXT arena, really? <laughs> Come on, Stash, you got this. No, stop. Yeah, it's just like, uh, make it stop. I just wanted, I just wanted to be done. But, but me, meanwhile, and 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 don't get me wrong, folks. It, Elio, if I could just be a, a you know, a, I'm I'm just I'm just gonna be a, a a picky little little bitch for a minute because this. This kind of stuff just drives me insane. You be, be a dude. Go on. Exactly. So this entire storyline, first of all, with what's going on with Tony D'Angelo, has been fucking ridiculous. Right? <laughs> yeah. But 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 this match that he had with um that Stacks had with Joe Coffee. T- t- Pretty much the stipulation was to get stacks out of um out of jail or out of prison because no, it murdered you twenty years out of prison. You'd be in prison. But but, but let's this is pretty much to overturn a murder charge, folks. Like, you know, <laughs> I I I'm seeing you a lot of ridiculous sorry. shit in professional wrestling. Don't get me wrong, I'm I'm aware of that, but this is just like Holy shit! This let, is, let, no, 
I, I, I was reading like when this started this whole story, I was reading an article uh, where where they, like they made it sound like uh, Tony D'Angelo actually killed someone. I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Uh, I'm like, um, I, know that, I know that's not real. I know it has to be some stupid story, but like people were making it sound like it's real. Like, oh, well, he actually committed a crime. Like, you know, it, and, which uh, he did. Uh, he kind of did commit a crime by making us sit through this ridiculous storyline. Well, you know, I'm sure he's not the one that came up with it, the poor guy. No, I know what I'm saying. He, yeah. he committed a crime by making it, putting us through this ridiculousness. I know, but I'll tell you what, who should go to prison for the NXT creative? Fucking Shawn Michaels. Right? Shawn Michaels is a terrible booker. You know, I mean, you know, all the respect in the world for Shawn Michaels and what he's done in professional wrestling and for professional wrestling. Speaking of of Shawn Michaels, because I... I'm just like, I have it playing in the background, but I'm not like watching because we're doing our show, but I've got the episode with Shawn Michaels versus Jerry Lawler on. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So, um, that's my high point of points for NXT. So, Ben, we see we go into commercial and we'll be back with AEW Dynamite. Okay, very good. And we are back and we are going to turn things over to Ben for AEW Dynamite. Ben, what do you got? Actually, the entire AEW side of things, but that's okay. Um, oh, no, I know. The entire, but we're we going with Dynamite right now. No, no, I know. I made a joke. It's, it's I fun. know. I got that. Um, Go ahead. But, but uh, okay. But, um, so Dynamite um, started off kind of weird. I'm going to start with low points because it, it started out with one. Oh. Um, Trish Jericho versus Commander. Oh, okay. There, there was a spot um, that uh, you know, Commander did one of one of his trademark dives off the top, and he complete like like ninety percent missed. I swear to God, like it was one elbow that hit that hit Jericho, um, and. Um, Jericho still sold for him because Jericho's a professional, obviously, so he does his best. But dude, I mean, the 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 audience sounded like a bunch of fucking morons because it's like they're like, "This is awesome! This is awesome!" And, and like, I'm, I'm like, he missed the move, you fucking morons. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, but no, like I just. Um, but other than that, like I just found the match to be kind of sloppy. Um, I really hated the ending with the way yeah. the house came out. Now, Ben, yeah, you already you know I'm the historian on on the on these shows, right? Yes. And when Don Callis showed that uh, video or whatever that footage of him and Jericho, yeah. I didn't even know that that faction existed. And I'm a historian. Yeah, but but you know that was a cool little tie-in, you know, to show that their history and stuff. Because everybody knew that they were friends, but like to bring in that footage, because I didn't even know that. You know what I mean? Um, I just love so, Don Callis. That's all. Well, speaking of Don Callis, and I'm I'm not condoning this, but you 
You may find it funny considering your distaste for the guy. Apparently, he was um he was attacked. Yeah, uh, uh, by, so by a fan. Yeah. Um, at the uh, triple uh, at the triple mania news conference or something. Yeah, I, I didn't um, get to see that one, but yeah, I read about it. Yeah, well, in, first of all, that fan's an idiot, and if um, if um, Don actually got hurt, I, I'd be very, very pissed off. I think they said he actually did. Um, I mean, I don't like Don Callis, but fans should not be attacking any of these guys. Yeah, there's no excuse for that whatsoever. Uh, so despite, you know, personal, uh, you know, likes and dislikes, um, you know, we certainly hope that he's okay for sure. Um, but um, so I says, sorry, I, I, ha- I have a, I have an old raw from nineteen ninety five on in the background, and we have the debut of Hunter Hearst Helmsley facing off against Jeff Hardy. Oh God! And this well, is nineteen ninety five. Yeah, nineteen ninety five was a bad year for WWE, folks. Yeah. Jeff Hardy hey, looked like a kid. Holy jeez. Uh, yeah, well, he, well, he was. I mean, it's no. I mean, even with the hair, <laughs> he had the mushroom cut. Yeah. Well, God, who would ever go with a mushroom? Cut? <laughs> for, Christ, right? for for Christ's sake. <laughs> well, but um, back to dynamite. But uh, yeah, so that was a low point to start off the show. Mm-hmm. Um. I did kind of enjoy uh, the promo between Jericho and Callis. Um, I would also um, give, actually, I'll give a high point to. to um, wait, wait, wait! You so you, but you gave the match a low point, but but the the. No, no, no! I'm I'm moving on to the next thing. So the match. The first match got a low point. Yeah, but the and, Don Callis, Chris Jericho things a high point for you. Um. Or was it a low point? No, no, I know. I just said, neither. I just said I liked it. Oh. Okay. So, right. Um, and then um, but um, let let's see. I'm just trying to go down, and then a high point was uh, Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy versus Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. Uh, that was a really good match. What? Why you didn't like it? Explain. Why? <laughs> All the time. Orange Cassidy, why? <laughs> well, I don't like the gimmick, but I can't I can't deny that um you know, he puts on uh good matches. And and the other thing too is I'm a very, very big fan of Daniel Garcia. Okay, yeah. All right. Um but um, I, I I really enjoyed this match, um, okay. and then low point. Um, I'll I'll give Wait, a low these point. These were your high points. Oh no! Um, you only had the Jericho as a high point. So so far, yeah. Oh okay, all right. Um, I only had the the. The promo, but the match, the match with, okay, I think we're getting a little kind of late here. So, um, just to clarify, which I don't blame you for, because I'm a little confused myself. Um, so the Jericho Commander match was a low point. Okay. Okay. The uh, the next one 
which was I'm go I'm going back up. Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy versus Guevara and Garcia. That was the high point. Okay. Okay. And then um I I really didn't like MJF and Adam Cole versus Brian Cage and Big Bill. Like I I you know, love the did this whole tag team uh, whatever blind tag tournament is weird with all these uh, team stages put together. Yeah, like and MJF and Adam Cole is hilarious, but the the match was just yeah, yeah. I don't I don't really get it. Um, I did like that vignette. I gave that vignette a high yes, point. Yes, that was that uh, was MJF that... Uh, MJF to the women. You want to accompany me to the banyu? What? Yeah, that was that was it's hilarious. Banyu, not banyu. <laughs> that that was an absolute um high point. So, um, but another low point was Sky Blue and Ruby Solo. Um, not, not feeling that. And then um, Swerve, Str- Swerve Strickland versus Nick Wayne was much better. Than How is, wait, was that, wait, that was a high point for you? Yeah, because that was much better than I had anticipated. Uh, I I don't know. I, I don't think uh, we Nick Wayne should be in a main, in a main event. So a guy that well, that that part I agree with. I'm just talking about the match itself. Yeah. The match itself was awesome. Well, let's be let's be honest, folks. And and this is nothing against Nick Wayne because he did a really good job and and Swerve was on point as usual. So. Please don't take this as a shot at, at, at anybody, but I'm just uh, call a spade a spade. The only reason why uh, Nick Wayne is in the main event is because he's attached to Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. That is the only fucking reason. Having said that, I enjoyed the match. Okay. Uh, um, but the high point of high points was the reveal of Pac and Kota Ibushi as the respective fifth like man. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I was Ooh. expecting Pac. Oh, it's so good seeing back. Oh, thank Can we get him consistently? I don't know what the problem is, if it's a green card thing or a visa right. thing or whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah. But um, we need him consistently on on uh, AEW television, please. Um. Yeah. So to clarify, Kona Ibushi was not in the building for some reason, but they they uh, after um, Kenny Omega got laid out by Pack, he was still like making fun of him on the mic, and um, said like, "Watch the video, bitch." And it's it's amazing to me. It's like the go-to insult in professional wrestling is bitch. <laughs> You know, and then the other thing that AEW really likes to do, and this is AEW's buzzword particularly, it's like, because TNT allows them to say, sh- like, shit. Like, I know, I don't understand. When have we ever heard that word on television without being bleeped out? I, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. But a- anywho, um, so, but yeah, the, um, the blood and guts match is um is shaping up to be a very good show. So overall, I thought uh, Dynamite was very good. Uh, but um, you know, as we pointed out, there were some low points, and we just have to be honest. 
Um, but oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! I cannot believe I forgot this one. I I just I wanted I wanted to uh, put put it out of my head, but it just popped up. The low point of all low points of this show. Harley Cameron, or whatever her name is, the one that's shooting with Anthony Bowens because she didn't realize that he was gay. Yeah, Harley Cameron. Yeah. She released a music video. Oh no! Oh fuck! Wait, did, they play, did, did, did they play this? Because I don't, I don't know if I've seen. Yes. I might have to go back and see. What? Oh boy! <laughs> what? It was bad. Yes, it was horrific. Like off, the, char- off the charts, bad. Yeah, yeah. Not even on the spectrum. It was, bro. It was horrific. So <laughs> to the point where I felt bad for Cameron having to do it. Oh boy. Okay. It, it's just you know, cause cause good rap music like back from the nineties, like Tupac, Biggie, Nas, all that. Like that's good stuff, but this, uh-uh. I, Ice Cube and the rest of NWA would shoot the people that allowed this to come out on TV. <laughs> oh no! Good Lord, this was terrible. Oh boy! <laughs> so, uh, with that rather amusing antidote in mind, let's um. Let's shift attention to uh to SmackDown. Um and for some reason I don't have a SmackDown review up. So let me go uh grab that real quick. Alright, and... so while you're doing that, I'm gonna pull up the note. Oh and you know what? Oh What's that? you know what? I don't think uh, because usually we do uh, we do WPOV on Fridays. But because we switched days this week, I didn't even take notes. I was going to watch it like sometime during the week because we're doing double uh, a show of the week this week coming up. We're doing double. We're doing doubles like for last week and this week. Well, that makes sense. I'm going to pull up the results on my end as well here. So hold on. But I I can tell you one of the matches. Uh. Which was uh, Sh- uh, Seamus, the Bellin was some pretty deadly. Was one of I was a high point. It, it, yeah, except for except for when Ridge Holland almost killed. Uh, I think it was uh, Kit. I think it yeah, was Kit uh, Wilson. Kit, no, Kit no, Wilson. No, it was Elton Prince. Or yeah, yeah, it was El- the blonde is Elton Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Um, but you know, I gotta tell you. I mean, because I saw that bump, and I saw it again on social media right before I came but, on but, the but, air. But no, 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 like he's, uh, like people are getting mad at him, calling him, calling him an unsafe worker. Well, well, and I, I don't know if that's fair, but the reality is he hurt Johnny Gargano. He hurt um, Big E. I'm not saying it was his fault. I'm not going after Rich Holland for that. So let's not let's not light the torches after the PNC Percussion Wrestling Podcast. You know, I'm not saying this with any anger, but you know, it's just that's why they're coming after him because like like this is the third injury, quote unquote, on his watch now. Okay. So that's why. 
Although, although I absolutely don't think he should be blamed for um, the uh, Big E thing because because nobody could have predicted that or you know anything of that nature. But um, but uh, I think it's just the track record that people are starting to notice. So now another one. Uh, now this okay. Now I said that was my high point. Right. Uh, um. Next, we had Bailey versus Selena Vega, um, and uh, and then Santos Escobar in a fit of four way defeating AJ Styles, Butch, and Grace Moller, which I thought was uh, another high point. Yeah. But a low point for me. I and I hate doing this is that uh, Jay Uso segment because nothing really happened there. Yeah, that's the second week in a row that nothing really. Uh, so I can't really give really a high point because uh, he just came out. Um, what him and Solo were went at it, and that was about it. Yeah, like there's very little progression in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I just I hope we're not hitting a wall. And uh, you know Roman Reigns is supposed to be back on SmackDown when they do their uh, their show on FS1. Okay. Next week, um, but um, yeah, not a lot going on there. So I mean, for real, uh, that's about all I can tell you because, like I said, I'm I have to go back and watch it for this week. So because we're gonna be doing double A show of the week. So, uh, so what, what do you have? Um, I have a lot of the same. Overall, I wasn't very impressed with uh anything from. From this show, because um, I would have given Pretty Deadly a, a high point, but the Ridge Holland scare just kind of like freaked me out a little. Okay. Um, it like I'm not, and I'm not being dramatic or trying to point the finger at anybody. It's just when it when it looks like somebody could have been seriously hurt, my stomach drops. Yeah. Because okay. I I hate seeing that kind of stuff. Um, but um. But so that, that that can't be a high point for me. Um, let's, I'm trying to I'm trying to see if I have any other high points in that uh, fatal four way, but I don't think oh, I do. Oh wait, the, the the one the other one part I remember is um Bailey's match uh, when uh Shawsi on the big screen she shaved her head. Yes, and, and the backstory for that apparently yeah. is her her sister. Um, talking about Shotzi, um, apparently has cancer of some kind. Yeah. So so she um she shaved her head in solidarity with her sister, which you know I absolutely you know what I can't that that is absolutely beautiful. So Shotzi, you know that, that was pretty cool. No criticism there whatsoever. Um. And also, it would appear that uh, Shati has had quite the roller coaster week because news just broke that she got engaged. Right, um, I saw that. So, so lots of positives and and beautiful moments for her with with uh, what she did for her sister and um, you know the the engagement. So congratulations yeah. to Shati and um, in in all seriousness from. From us to Shati and, and her family, um, we certainly hope your your sister uh, comes out on the 
on the winning winning end of this cancer thing because nobody d deserves that whatsoever. So um, I'm certainly thinking about you and that was a really cool move uh, to make. So, so uh, um, yep, we, like I said, we certainly wish the best um, for your family and uh, hopefully you can uh, continue to, um, to be on the show on a uh, consistent basis and um, I'm just, I'm just glad you, I'm just glad you got some happiness out of this week as well because I can only imagine how scary that must have been for you. So uh, definitely thinking about you um, for sure. Um, in in terms in terms of the rest of SmackDown, I really didn't have anything else um, for high points and low points. It was kind of a it was it was kind of a low point of a show for me to tell you the truth. Just because um, nothing really happened of note, so um, I think that ends our um, our SmackDown portion of the review. However, uh, Collision was absolutely amazing, folks. I I have no little points, so I can't really say anything. I mean, except uh, maybe one. But uh, go on and uh, give me your little points because I'm sure they'll be the same. Uh, well, the only low point I I really had was um was uh Ruby Soho versus Willow and Nightingale. That's one. Um, well, I mean, it was nice to see Willow actually actually pick up the win. Um, but other than that, yeah. you know, I I just I don't think the match was that good. No. Um but the match of the match of the entire wrestling uh week took place on collision and that was FTR versus Bullet Club Gold and a two out of three falls right. match for the for the tag team titles. Holy shit folks. Actually, I mean, I mean you know, I would love to come on here and give you a professional, in-depth analysis of that match. I can't do that, to tell you the, the truth, because I was sitting there as a fan just enjoying the thing. And, um, Elio, if you'll excuse me, um, we have to take a break real quick, okay? We'll be right back, folks. All right. Okay. And folks, I'm sorry for the brief pause, but getting back to the um, getting back to the Bullet Club Gold versus FTR match, you know, it's like I was saying uh, right before we went off the air real quick. Um, you know, usually I would love to do a um, you know in depth professional analysis of this thing, but there are certain times where I just put put down the um, the podcaster hat and put the fan hat on and um you know i was enjoying the hell out of this and i couldn't believe that it was you know almost a half an hour before the first fall took place um the um the match itself was just shy of an hour um like 58 minutes and and you know there's only one other match that i can recall taking up that much of a show um, it was a uh, Shawn Michaels and um, Chris Jericho match on Raw uh, many years back. I think over a decade at this point. But 
Um, yeah, I mean, I would just very much recommend that if you haven't seen this match, you need to go back and see this because, in my opinion, it's um, it's an early runner for a match of the year, period. I mean, pay-per-view, whatever you might want to say. Um, this was definitely one of those matches. And FTR and Bullet Club were just both so good that it was just an absolute privilege um, to, to see this match. Um, now, uh, the other, the other high point that I had, um, was, um, let's see, let me make sure I get it. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, well, of course, uh, CM Punk and, uh, Ricky Starks in the finals of the men's Owen Hart tournament. Mm -hmm. Um, I was very pleasantly surprised that Starks won this thing. Um, a lot of people, including myself, or including, were expecting Punk to take it, but I really enjoy the fact that they took the opportunity to spotlight um, Ricky Starks and give him a really good match with Punk, and I hope that this will be the, the beginning of much bigger things for Ricky Starks and um, shout out um, to Punk because he delivered on his end of things as well to make a very um, compelling match. Um, so the I would say, um, by and large, the Owen Hart um, tournament was a success on both sides, men's and women's, and I did appreciate the little uh, the little nods to the Hart family in the tag team match that we just discussed. I know it's a little bit cliche to try to do, you know, sharpshooters in Canada at this point because, you know, everybody's going to do sharpshooters in Canada. But given the fact that it's, um, you know, that it was a night about celebrating Owen and, and they had Martha there to present the, the belts for the winners, you know, I, Who's going to complain about that, really? I mean, if you complain about a sharpshooter tribute in Canada on the Owen Hart Tournament Finals night, and you call yourself a wrestling fan, I don't know what you're doing. I really don't. Um, you know, there are just certain things that happen that you just let them lie because they belong there. You know what I mean? So, um, so th those were my um high points and, and low points for um for uh collision. I mean, actually you know what my other low point just real quick, um, because I'm not even sure why this was on there, especially considering everything else that was on there being so important. Why did the Kings of the Black Throne need to beat a bunch of jobbers? Yeah, that's another little point uh, as well. That was the other one I was gonna mention. Like, what the hell? Um, but other than that, by and large, this show is absolutely amazing. And um, shout out to uh, everybody for making it a really amazing show. And, of course, um, you know, just having uh, just – I really dig the feeling of Collision. Like, it feels so much more important and so much, like, must-watch things, you know? I just, yeah, I really enjoyed it. 
So that wraps up the collision review. Unless, um, Elio, you want to add something real oh, quick, or do you want to oh, wait to give yeah. your take before we go no, to I break? Already, I already gave my take. I gave my half points, little points. They're the same as you. Okay, very good. And well, um, we'll be, yeah, we'll be right back because uh, when we get back, I'm gonna get into one thing that I just found. Okay, very good. All right, and we are back in Ben. Now, yes, sir. Have you have you ever seen the New Japan G1 Climax? Um. Yeah, I saw the one last year. Oh, that's right. Because uh, uh, we we were watching that one. Uh, I got you to watch that one. You saw the from like beginning to end, I believe, or you skipped a few. I believe I believe I saw the whole thing. Okay, so this is like a whole month. This uh, G1 climax, and uh, yesterday uh, was day one, and I have the results in front of me. So there are eight matches altogether, not a single tag. Not a single tag team match on this one. Well, that's a rarity, especially for New Japan. So in the opening match, we had Yoshihashi defeating El Fantasmo. Chase Owens defeated Gate Kid. Tongaloa defeated Kenta. Ren Narita defeated Shora Yumino. This was, this went 20 minutes. Kazushika Okada defeated the Great Okan. Kaito Kiyomiya defeated Yoda Suchi. Taichi defeated Will Osprey and, Sin and Sonata defeated Hikaleo in the main event. I'm surprised that uh, that Hikaleo was in the main event. So that, that was, uh, but remember, this is only day one, so we got a lot more to go. In fact, uh, give me a minute, uh, I'll be, we'll be right back. So that was day one of the New Japan G1 Climax, and that goes from July 15th to August the 13th. And Ben, uh, actually, uh, the day before that, August 12th, is day three of Triple Mania 31. With uh, day yes, one, day, and, um, day one took place April fifteenth, and day two, day two took place last night. And speaking of um, day two, uh, some idiot fan uh, took it upon himself to um, attack Don Callis after Kenny Omega's match with Hio uh, Del Vikingo. Um, I'll tell you what, folks. Yeah, now, now, granted, you know, I understand that um, that Don Callis is an expert at portraying the slimy asshole, but um, but that that is to actually attack somebody when you're a fan, it's just like, you know, if too much more of this shit happens, it's gonna be like, why why are fans even let in to? post-show, um, uh, you know, yeah. uh, press conferences, because I actually have the, the report up, um, and it's, it, this is a, according to the Wrestling Absorber newsletter, um, oh, deep notes are, oh, jeez, okay. Well, this was actually Brian Alvarez, but nonetheless. Ah, fuck him, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. 
typically I would agree, but it just gives you the the rundown of exactly what happened. So that's why I want to bring it up. So it says here, um, Don Callis was unexpectedly assaulted by a disgruntled fan from behind at the press conference. Up until that point, everything had been a planned angle, but this particular fan evidently upset at Callis' words directed that Kenny launched a surprise attack. The assailant tore Callis' suit, caused a concussion by striking, by striking his eardrums, and inflicting injuries to his mouth while attempting to cho- to choke him from behind. What? Okay, that's, uh, that's really weird. That's terrible. Yeah, that wow. that's incredibly awful. Um, especially, Callis, the, especially the ear part? What? Yeah. Callis vehemently protested and hurled profanities at the the fan. I don't blame him at all, before eventually being pulled away. Uh, Following the incident, he was described as furious. Um, uh, It was further clarified by Brian Alvarez that the fan's assault on Callis was, quote, unequivocally genuine and not a part of descriptive events. Wow. As a result of the attack, Callis suffered injuries to his neck and his ankle, in addition to, I'm assuming, in addition to the, the concussion. Um, he was subsequently transported to San Diego for medical attention. Hope, hope he gets well soon. Good God. That's just no. bad. That's terrible. It's just it's ridiculous. Even if I can't stand the guy, it's still fans. You fans in twenty twenty three are the worst people. Uh, I I know you know. Like, and seriously, it, you think you can do whatever you want because you pay money to go see a wrestling show, when in or fact, any you, kind you, of you sporting event, to, you don't get to do whatever you want just because you get paid to get in. And if you do, you should get you should be thrown out and never let back in. Yeah. Well, I agree, but this particular one has to be one of the worst I've ever heard of. Jesus, I've never heard of that one. I bust him in the mouth and uh, eardrum. No, that's bad. Yeah, that is. That's really bad. So we here we go. We're gonna go on to the tournament. However, Ben, no. I told you I do music tournaments and like movie tournaments during during the week, you know, and then I just like bring it over onto the podcast on Sunday. Right. I have to ask you, how big of like how much of a fan, if at all, are you of David Bowie, or how how much of his music you know? Um, I I know enough of it, especially because my brother is a big David Bowie guy. Okay. So I did a the greatest David Bowie song tournament of all time tournament, and I only have the final four in front of me because it would there were there were seventy seventy five songs on this list. Good God! And actually, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna I'm gonna run something by you after the show because I was thinking about this uh, the other day. Very so good. I'm gonna only give you the final four. So the final four are stay. Five Years, Modern Love, and Beauty and the Beast. Good fix. This tournament hurt me because Modern Love and Beauty and the Beast had to face off in the right brackets. And I love both songs. 
Yeah, well, yeah, I I don't blame you. That's a that's a tough choice. So in the in the finals, the final two came down to five years in modern love. Now, which one would you? Who would you uh, go with? I would pick uh, modern love. Modern love won. Modern love is the greatest David Bowie song of all time winner. Well, well, that's not a bad pick at all. Right? Okay, and that brings us to our Intercontinental Championship. Ben, you did, you did well booking uh, the first round matches. Yeah. Even if the randomizer disagreed with you on six matches, but you did well. Yeah, it's like I was saying earlier, 10 out of 16 isn't bad, especially... Um, especially if you convert it to like baseball or basketball terms, you had a pretty good uh, run there. All right, so we are going to look at the second round. Cool. On on the left brackets, we have in the first match Pedro Morales versus. Don Morocco. I I would go with uh, Pedro Morales. All right, and let's see what the randomizer does. So oh, I'm getting messages here that are distracting. Yeah. They're messing with my phone. Yeah, I just got the same one. This right. is. The- so we have Pedro Morales. Oh, give me a minute. I'm just going to plug this in. Otherwise, I'm going to lose this uh, recording. Well, let's not do that. There we go. We're plugged in. We're all good. Okay. All right. Match number one will be Don Morocco and Pedro Morales. Let's see what we have here. And the winner is Pedro Morales. Very good. So an- another win for me, 11 out of 17. <laughs> right. You know what? I'm actually going to do this the same way I did with the other ones. What I'm going to do is you're going to book this, and then I'm going to take a screenshot, and I'm going to do it in the randomizer and see how you, how you both do. Okay. This way we're not sitting here with uh, – Dead air in between. Cool. All right. So your next match is Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels. Oh my god, <laughs> that is so fucking painful. Um, I'm gonna go with um Razor Ramon, and the reason for that, mm-hmm. folks, is because keep in mind this is the greatest intercontinental championship tournament. Mm-hmm. And and um, Razor Ramon never um, never rose above that level in, in terms of meaning he never won a world title. Um, so just just because of that, I would have to go with um, Razor Ramon. Okay. The next match will be Pat Patterson versus Ken Patera. Sorry, Pat. <laughs> bye bye. 
right, so Ken Patera moves on. All right. You know, it, it's it's interesting to me, folks, because now obviously I understand the historical significance of Pat Patterson being, you know, the first ever intercontinental champion. So of course he would be an important figure in the history of the title. But just because he won it first doesn't qualify him to be in this tournament, in my opinion, because after he lost it, he never won it again. That's true. So it it's just kind of like, why is he? Because uh, when I saw his name in this tournament, I was like, why is he in this? It was because he was the first champion. Why? Yeah. Yeah. It so is... it's just kind of weird. All right, last match in the on the left bracket we have the Ultimate Warrior versus Dean Ambrose. Oh please don't make me laugh. Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior? Okay. We're talking about you know now you guys might know my personal feelings on the Ultimate Warrior. I wasn't particularly a fan, but when we're talking about the significance of the time period and the significance of the intercontinental title mm -hmm. it was much more prestigious back in the ultimate warriors time than it was when dean ambrose now john moxley won it yep so that um, also has to be taken into account all right now we move on to the right brackets and your first match is mr perfect versus cody rhodes Oh, please. Mr. Perfect. <laughs> take, take, you know, I love Cody Rhodes. Don't get it twisted, but take a seat, young blood. <laughs> Damn. For, for fuck's sake. Give me a break. <laughs> ben, do you want to face Cody Rhodes? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you sound, you sound like you're bitter. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go to war with him over this. <laughs> Hell yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> that, that was awesome. Take a seat, young blood. What? <laughs> All right. In the next match, we have Chef Hardy versus Triple H. Um, Triple H. Okay. So that takes care of the top half. Now, move on to the bottom the bottom half of the right brackets first match oh, Seth Rollins versus Randy Savage do we really uh, need to ask uh, yeah this this is another one that just makes me want to punch my computer screen but then I'd be upset because I wouldn't be able to do a podcast till I get a new one and and you know my my insurance agent or I'm being facetious, both, but I'm pretty sure my insurance agent wouldn't be too pleased to give me more money if I punch my computer. <laughs> uh, but um, no, it's um, it, it's Randy Savage, without question. And uh, and the last match we have Edge versus Rob Van Dam. I'm gonna say Rob Van Dam. All right. So we are the. The four matches in the semi in the quarterfinals are all set. We have Pedro Morales versus Razor Ramon and Kemper versus the Ultimate Warrior. 
On the right side, Mr. Perfect versus Triple H and Randy Savage versus Rob Van Dam. That's a good tournament. God damn, I'm good at this <laughs> shit. <laughs> damn. <laughs> you want to keep going and bunk the rest of it? Sure, why the hell not? <laughs> All right, okay, go ahead, Ben. Pedro Morales versus Razor Ramon. Um, I'm going to have to go... Um... I'm going to have to go Pedro Morales. Pedro Morales, okay. And what's your, and what's your reason for, uh, behind that well, one? Because you already, well, gave, you already gave reason behind uh, Razor Ramon. Well, because, you know, Pedro Morales was one of the longest reigning, you know, world champions, too. Yeah. Um. You know that's been a and no, you morons. I did. I didn't just figure that out because he's on the list alongside the tribal chief. You know, next to Pedro Morales in the context of this conversation back in the day, because you know, let's be honest. Today's version of wrestling versus Pedro Morales is there was very different. So let's let's be honest with you with you here. So so. I didn't just figure that out because of Roman Reigns' run, but just because of, like, you know, the time frame in which Pedro Morales had his, his success and how unprecedented it was in that in that era, you know, where we weren't so focused on numbers, but, but rather how, you know, the impact of the wrestler themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have to go with Pedro on that one. Okay. Next match, Ken Patera versus the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, as much as it pains me, because once again, and I don't, I don't really have a personal problem with the Ultimate Warrior. I'm just saying, like, I don't think he was that good of a wrestler. To tell you the truth, I think it was all gimmicks that got him over. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, I'm gonna have to go with Ken Patera. Oh, okay. I, oh, Ken Patera. Okay, okay. I understand the um the impact that Ultimate Warrior had, and my buddy, uh, my buddy Tyler, if if he ever listens to this, he's gonna fucking kill me because he literally has you know Ultimate Warrior tattoos and like you know. All this, you know, he he loves, and I get it, you know, but it's just gr- now. Granted, the Ultimate Warrior's heyday was was you know slightly before my time. You know, I was born in '88. He really had his heyday, I would say, in you know '91, uh, maybe. Uh, you know, nine, 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 '90. That's when uh, that's WrestleMania six when he won the WWF Championship. Oh, oh, did I say 91? I meant 1990. Yeah, whatever. Anywho, thank you, Professor Cannell. I really appreciate that. All right. The, re- the resident encyclopedia of the podcast, Ophelio Cannell. All right, on the right side, your first match, Mr. Perfect versus Triple H. Mr. Perfect. Okay. So, Mr. Perfect. All right, and in the, and his opponent is the winner between Randy Savage and Rob Van Dam. Randy Savage. 
Randy Savage. Okay, Ben. Yep. Your semifinals. Sorry, these are your quarterfinals. Your yeah. Your semifinals are the following. Here are your final four. Pedro Morales versus Ken Patera and Mr. Perfect versus Randy Savage. What are you uh, doing? Look at this tournament. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> it's Goddamn, I'm going to this shit. Um, I'm going to have to go uh, Pedro Morales and uh, and Randy Savage. Pedro Morales, okay. Randy Savage. Now, this one, I'm going to put it on the randomizer because I want to see. But... Here you're here the finals. Pedro Morales versus Randy Savage. And I personally would give it to Randy Savage. And let's see what the randomizer says. Randy Savage, okay. Alright, are you ready? Yep. Here we go. Randy Rand Savage. Yes! I'm an expert! I'm a, I'm a monster and fucking this <laughs> Holy shit! Holy you killed this! Holy what? what? Indeed, motherfucker! <laughs> Pop wow. the collar! Yeah. That was like, that was like the greatest. <laughs> you know what? I don't even think I want to put these bashes through the randomizer. <laughs> We're gonna stick with, this, with these results. Yes, absolutely. I've become official in the mind of Elio Canella. He he appreciates my fucking mind. Hey Vince, fuck off, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Learn from me. Hey, Sam. <laughs> okay, Ben, you wanna see you wanna see the graphic the graphics? Hold on. Alright. There we go. Oh, very cool. There awesome. Randy Savage. The, the results of my labor. The fruits <laughs> of my labor, folks. You know what? I think we're done with this tournament. We don't have to do anything else. We can move on to the next wrestling tournament. Very good. Now, um, okay, next one I have is the, well, I think I have it. Let me check. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to make the thing for the great. I have the greatest women's champion tournament. Okay, we'll do that. Uh, we'll start that on uh, the next show. All right. I'm just. Uh, put, I'm just putting the thing on the, the title on the wheel. Okay. Now, Ben, I told you off the air, right? I told you that. I found I had a found a tournament and I was gonna eat, I was gonna run it by you to see if you wanted to do it on the show or if or if I should just do it throughout the week and then give you the results on the show. Okay. And this tournament is the best selling rock album of all time. Oh, I wanna do that on the show. Hell yeah. Okay, and you you want and I'll tell you the the names in the in, in this tournament, okay? Okay. <laughs> Now this consists of maybe one or two pop, uh, some classic rock and some hard rock. So we have the Eagles. Pop. For fuck's sake, pop music wait, on wait, a rock wait. chart. Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, 
We have the Eagles. Very good. Michael Jackson, that's where the pop is. Okay, well, he's a legend, I agree, but it doesn't qualify as rock music, so right. what the fuck? ACDC. Yes. Led Zeppelin. <laughs> the Beatles. I was never too much on the Beatles, I'm sorry. Okay. Billy Joel. Very good. Pink Floyd. Yes. You're going to wish you were here for the, for the next episode, fishes. Be prepared. I don't know who the hell put this on there, but Hootie and the Bluefish. <laughs> oh, Why? I'm Why? sorry. I was so happy. And then what the fuck? <laughs> you, you had to put a piece. You had to put shit in my stomach. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like someone took a shit in your tree. <laughs> Bung. I know. What the fuck is this shit? Sleep with Mac. Very good. My mom would be happy. That's her favorite man. Boston. Very good. Guns N' Roses. Yes. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Uh, Elton John. Okay. Alanis Morissette. How did she get in there? I mean, she's great, but I'm just surprised. Metallica. Very good. Journey. Steve. <laughs> Steve this Miller. is like this is like my dream tournament come to life. Holy shit! The Steve Miller Band. No, well, that's kind. That's kind of a sour taste. Uh, Carol King. I don't know what, enough about them. Okay, uh, Meatloaf and Simon and Garfunkel. Okay, I'll so, tell you what. That that's a pretty goddamn solid list there. So. We should do this on next show along with the women's champion tournament. Absolutely. All right, sir. And um, this is perfect that uh, the clog just came up now because it gives me time to go through my uh, list of uh, videos on my iPad. Very good. Which I found. I found uh, ranking the top 10 women's theme. Create a wrestler extremely turn you into a wrestler, Ben. Again. But this one's different. <laughs> and we found a, and we found the murder mystery. And Very plus good. we and plus we found a stop uh, until uh, stop when you pick when you see a team better than like cause the the way that works is you're gonna say you're gonna give two seconds and stop. It's gonna land yeah. on two wrestlers. And then you have to stop when you're gonna stop when you when you see a team better than who you landed on. Okay, very good. So like it's still one two stop, so it doesn't really matter because it could be it could be any team. Okay, very right. good. So we should we should go into the break now and then uh, we'll be back. Okay, very good. I agree. All right, we're back, Ben. So we were talking off air. We're gonna look at something new and uh, this later this week. Uh, Zencaster. We're gonna see how that one works because this Zoom is annoying. Like it gives me time to like get stuff. Like we if I if we have a tournament going, but at the same time it's so annoying. 
like have because like some sometimes it like the the wait that they tell us you know is four minutes long right but yeah you know we just literally folks and thank god you guys don't have to wait this long between segment and segment or we'd never have a viewer uh or a listener but literally it's been like 15 16 minutes or something ridiculous since we recorded because I'm I'm trying to get into Zoom and it won't let me. It's terrible. You know, it, it's just and it makes our evening so much longer. But that's the end of our bitching session. Um, right. So let's move on to uh, our next segment, shall we? All right. So Ben, uh, we're gonna rank the top ten WWE women's things. Do you want to rank? Do you want to do your ranks as well, or do you want to just? Uh, no, I'll, I'll do I'll do mine here. Let me get my uh, notebook. Oh, okay. All right. Now this this is uh this I found on TikTok. This creator's name is Hope Divisions. Okay. Cool. All right. So um, let me know when you're ready. And let I'll, me have a. I'll start it up. Yeah. Let me get a pen. Okay, there you go. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. This list is pretty bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. So hold on. Um, so let's see. We had. Uh, okay, can you just list off the names that were on there? Well, yeah, I'm gonna list them off. Do you want me to tell you the order that they're in on this list? No, no. Just give me, give me the names again. All right. Just so I can fill my list out. All right. So we have Nikita Lyons. All right. Well, we know where she's going. Nikki Bella. Piper Niven. Oh, hold on. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay. Nikki. Uh, okay, put Piper here. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Nikola is permanently Okay, Sasha Banks. Okay. All right, Stephanie McMahon. Okay. Rhea Ripley.
Okay. Naomi. Okay. Carmela. Got that. Bianca Belair. All right. Put Bianca here. And Alexa Bliss. Um, Ben, I'll be right back. Okay. All right. So, Ben, do you have your list? Yeah. All right. Do you want to rhyme off your list first, or do you want to hear this one? No, no I'll, I'll do mine first. All so right. So, this, let's go. What do you have? This Okay. So, at number 10, I had Alexa Bliss. Okay. Uh, Nikki Bella, number nine. Uh, Nikita Lyons, number eight. Seven, Naomi. Six, Piper Niven. Five, Carmilla. Uh, four, um, Bianca Belair. Three, Stephanie McMahon. Two, Rhea Ripley. One, Sasha Banks. You're going to be upset with this list. <laughs> Are you ready? Oh, perfect. No, but go ahead. And number 10, Nikita Lyons. Well, that's understandable. I don't, have, I don't have a problem with that. And number nine, Piper Niven. Well, well her theme is kind of meh. And number eight, Stephanie McMahon. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I threw my pen in frustration. And number seven, Naomi. You put Naomi <laughs> above Stephanie McMahon in terms of themes? At number six, Bianca Belair. You, you put... You put Bianca at no, that low on a list of themes. Holy fucking shit. Here are your top five. And at number five, Alexa Bliss. You put Alexa <laughs> Bliss above Stephanie McMahon, above Naomi. What the fuck are you doing? At number four, Carmella. I hate people. <laughs> you are your top three. And number three, Rhea Ripley. Okay, what well, a decent. And number two, Sasha Banks. Good. <laughs> and at number one, Nikki Bella. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> This was terrible. <laughs> what was that? We should play the Bob Dylan's theme in response to that or Mad Cat Moss's theme because that was a fucking joke joke joke. Oh my god, you know what? You just, made me just for that just for that list. There, that's what you get, because it was a joke. What was that? Oh, God, you people suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me see what, what the next one I have. 
Oh, okay. Here we go. So Ben, you this one. You're gonna stop when you see a team better than. Okay. Okay. So, are you ready? And you know the drill. What? Two seconds and stop. All right. Yeah. All right. Here we go. So stop the video when you find a better duo than and go. Stop. Oh. Okay. Stop the video when you find a better duo than Bam Bam Bigelow and Rey Mysterio. Oh, God. Well, that'll be difficult. Are you ready? Yeah. And go. Stop. Hmm. Drew McIntyre and The Miz. Well, I guarantee you, they're not better than Bam Bam and Ray. I'll fucking tell you that right now. Right? Continue. Right. We're still searching. All right, here we go and go. Stop. Magnum TA and the British Bulldog. Well, they may be better than Bam Bam and uh, Ray. So we're going to stop there? Well, in, yeah, I would say in comparisons. All right. So that's that. And now we're going to turn Ben into a wrestler. And you know the deal here. Uh, first, actually, that's why I had to get my phone because after right after write this down so yeah well i'll write it down too let me get my my notepad so here's how it works we are gonna give you your trainer your entrance music promo skills move set finisher partner manager drafted to your first feud with and your first championship so, okay. Okay, you have it written down because, yeah. I'm, right. I'm going to, yeah. Okay, so are you ready? Yep. Okay, so who will your trainer be? So let's see who we got. And go. Stop. Oh. Okay. <laughs> your trainer will be Sasha Banks. I'm winning life. I win at life. Yes. It means that they do everyone. <laughs> okay, your trainer is such a bang. Whose entrance theme will you be using? And go. Stop. Wait, go. Wait, go. Stop. Oh. Okay, you're going to be using Seth Rollins' theme. Not bad. All right, sir. Let's take a look at whose promo skills you're going to have. And go. Stop. Hmm. You're going to have Matt Riddle's promo skills. Oh, God. Does that mean I have to smoke a joint beforehand? Okay, so that won't, to... that won't go well. 
He have his promo skills and hold on. Okay. So now whose move set will you have and go? Stop. Okay. All right. You're gonna have Xbox move set. Uh, oh god. Okay. However, okay. Wait, who's finish? Wait, let, let me see something because. Okay, so let's see the finisher. And go. Stop. Wait, I think they messed something up here because they didn't pick a finisher. Okay, that oh yeah, that's interesting. Okay, so there's no finisher, all right? So, okay, so, well I'm screwed. Can I pick one then? Yeah, you can pick one. Pick a pick a finisher then, because there there is not none here. So go ahead. Um, I'm gonna go with the uh. I'm gonna go with. The Tombstone Pile Driver. Okay. Alright, so who is your partner gonna be? Go. Stop. Wait. Trying this one went too fast and go. Stop. Hmm. Okay, I got the okay finisher and uh okay, so your finish your partner will be. Wait, you know what? We're gonna let me. I will be right back. I gotta figure this out. Hold on. And stop. All right, so your tag team partner will be Edge. Cool. And your manager will be Kevin Owens. Very, very good. Things are starting to look better for me. <laughs> All right. Now we have to find out where you're going to be drafted. Oh, here's where the finishers were. He messed things up. He rearranged it. So here we go with the finishers, Ben. So okay. So we'll go, take the we'll take yeah, the tombstone tomb out. Take tombstone out and go. Stop. Okay, you're gonna your finisher is the F five. Okay, well that's not bad. All right. So your finisher will be the F five. And where will you be drafted to? And go. Stop. You'll be drafted to NXT. Ugh! Not this version. <laughs> And let's see, who will your first feud be with? And go. Stop. Okay. Um, we, we, we might want to try that one again because your first feud with is with Natalia. Vito! Pick <laughs> <Here> another one. <laughs> That's why I said we have to start that one over. And go. Stop. Oh jeez, okay. Your first feed will be with Matt Riddle. 
Oh God. Well, if he's if he's high, I might have an advantage. <laughs> but but here's the thing: you he you have his promo skills. Well, I can still smoke him. I got more personality than him. I, I'm saying that that's hilarious. That you have his promo skills, and he's the first feud. Yeah, that's hilarious. All right, so let's see what your first championship will be. Are you are you ready? Yes, sir. And go. Stop. The NXT North American Championship. Not bad. All right, Ben, so what do we have? Hold on. Hang on one sec. Let me just finish writing. Championship. Okay. So my trainer is Sasha Banks. Yes, please. Uh, theme is Seth Rollins. My promo skills, Matt Riddle. I promise I won't smoke beforehand. Uh, move set belongs to Xbox. He's got some pretty cool stuff. Although the the, the Bronco Buster was always quite questionable. Uh, partner was Edge. That's a Hall of Famer. I'll take that all day. Uh, manager KO. Please give me the heel version of Kevin Nash or Kevin Owens. Thank you. Um, my finisher is the F five. I was drafted NXT to start my career. My first feud uh, matches with my promo skills, Matt Riddle. If he's high, I can smoke him any day. And even if I do have Matt Riddle's uh, promo skills under any circumstances, I can still whoop his ass. Um, and my first title is the is the North American Championship. All right. So there we go. And... um. Looking at my uh, list here, the next uh, four videos are just uh, ranking AEW themes and then, I uh, know, WB themes, and then we have uh, a different scenario aside from the murder mystery. It's like, a, it's like the murder mystery, but it's a completely different scenario. Cool. All right, so Ben, we'll see you again to the final segment, Wrestling Roulette. Very cool. Let me just pull up the list here. And I will, I'm going to pause this uh, for a second while I get the playlist ready. All right, Ben, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. It is the rest is wrestling roulette, Ben's favorite segment. And I play 21 tracks, 10 seconds. Ben has to guess which wrestler that theme belongs to. And of course, we have the obstacles in the way, which means if a wrestler's theme shows up more than once, it's minus one point. Spider, right. are you ready for your first one? Yes, sir. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Hey, you have his uh, finisher. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, here we go, number two. I don't have a clue. That is Mark Henry. 
Well, at least we didn't have to deal with sexual chocolate, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go, number three. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right, here we go, number four. Pass. That is Chief Morley. Uh, who cares? <laughs> All right, number five. China. China. All right, number six. Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley, yes. All right, number seven. The Wolfpack back causing mass destruction. That is NWO Wolfpack. NWO Wolfpack. You know what? I think that's the first time we had that one on the show, isn't it? I, I think so. Because the other times it was Wolfgang with that wolf howl. Yeah. All right, number eight. Here we go. Superfly Jimmy Snugger. Superfly, yes. Here we go. Big cash. No. Who was it? The pit bulls. Well, yeah, but he, but but the pit bulls was partially kid cash, and then I don't know who the other guy was. So I got it partially right. Wait, wait a minute. Is this WWE uh, pit bulls you're talking about? Yeah. You know what? I don't even remember that. Sure. We'll go with that. Yeah, and I, I do know I do know that um and I'm not cheating. I, I you can look it up actually. Um Kid Cash used that as his theme too. Okay, because that was uh two thousand seven. I spent that year recovering from my accidents. Uh, that's that's why I probably don't remember. No, that's understandable. And I'm yeah. like I invite you to look it up. Like I'm not bullshitting. Right? Yeah. All right, number 10. Are you ready? Yeah. Did you get this song, Russell QB, as well? Yeah. <laughs> I can't get away from this. I can't get one single break. She haunts me in my dreams. Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair, yes. Uh, number 11, here we go. Yo, it's me, it's me, it's DDP. 
I greatly prefer the one where he gives himself a self-high-five, the Nirvana version, but that is DVP. Yes, DVP. So you have nine, I believe, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay, and number, okay, here we are, number 12. Bret Hart. Bret Hart, yes. All right, number 13. Billy and Chuck. No, it is not. Billy, Chuck, and Rico. No, it's not. It's the fashion icons. The fuck? When do they call themselves that? No, actually, I looked this up. The fashion icon. Do you know who the fashion icons were? That was Rico, Rico, and Jackie Gata. Oh, fuck off. Fuck, oh, fuck right off. I'll, I'll give you your, your version because that, that, that's the one that we, everyone knows. Uh, so, I, yeah, I, yeah, you're right. It's Billy and Chuck. That was 13, right? Yeah. Number 14, here we go. This is bad. The Red Rooster, Terry Taylor. Red Rooster. All right, number 15. Here we go. Uh, Undertaker? No. Who was it? That is Hakushi. Oh, that was hard to pick up, though. Okay. All right, number 16. Here we go. Okay. Let's play longer. Is that, I don't know, the narcissist last leader? No, it's not. That is Sting. Shit. I'm sorry. All right, number 17. We're starting to pick this guy up more and more. The Colossus of Baga Road, Nathan Jones. All right, this is number 17. Yeah, this one's 17 or the, or the other one? I think that was, I think this past one was 17. Okay. 18, coming up. I, who, who used what that as a wrestling thing? God damn. I don't know. <laughs> That's Michael Cole. Oh, fuck you, Cole. <laughs> Just for that. Good God. 
It's horrible. All right, here we go with number 19. Are you ready? Yeah. The Undertaker. The Undertaker, yes. All right, number 20, are you ready? Yes, sir. I don't know. That is seven from WCW. Oh, poor Dustin Rhodes. And you know, if I didn't look this up, I wouldn't have known because on here it says Dark Man. It doesn't even say Dark Man brackets Dustin Rhodes or seven. It says Dark Man. Well, I think I think that's what they referred to him as when he was poking when he was peeking in the in the window of that little girl. Oh, before they they knew his name was Seven. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's, I, that's I think stupid. that's stupid. But well, well, even even he buried it in the introduction promo. I mean, the fucking character was dead from the jump. Right, I saw that promo too on YouTube. All right, this is the last one. Are you ready? Yes, sir. I don't know. That is Dijak. Well, much like his character, I'm not saying this about the wrestler, but much like his character, that theme bores me, hence the yawn. <laughs> so really 14 out of 21, Ben. Not bad. All right, let's take a look at what track number 22 would have been. Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. That would have been a terrible way to end the show. What? Why is that? Why don't we just uh, sound of the bagpipes? I mean, uh, I mean, it's better than Drew McIntyre's theme. Yeah. His is his is on the snowball. At least this one you can you can is the snowball. Or like, or like Mark Henry's, or like Billy Guns, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Oh, it's so bad. Or Jillian Halls, God forbid. <laughs> All right, so Ben, we see Rain Show to a close. It feels like we ran a marathon. What time did we start this? Sh- um, Seven, fifteen, or something. Something like that. Good we're, God! You know what? We're gonna have to look at Sin Casher sometime this week. I'm gonna get a hold of you. We're gonna test that one out and see if it works better. Okay, very good. This, yeah. is, this is ridiculous. I have to be on here for this long. Because yeah, tell you what, folks, the sh- when the, when the final product comes out, you're gonna be like, "What the hell?" Seven fifty. The show wasn't that long, but between the breaks and all the you know the technical problems, it's ridiculous. Are- you give us what a four minutes between breaks. No. 
Yeah, and, and it actually ends up being longer because you won't let me back in. And it's not because of me, folks. I, I know how to do this. We've been using this for years. I know what the fuck I'm doing. Right. You know, but Jesus Christ. <sighs> so as we'll, we'll do, um, is, there, is there anything else before we go? Before we go? Uh, nope. We will be back with um, your... Should we do the next show? Um, the well, no, we would. Let's. I guess we would have to come back to, for the next show on Saturday because, um, the the ROH show is until Sunday, right? No, you said the ROH is on the twenty first. Yeah, and and it, we'll figure it out. We'll um, because we're but, running out of time. But, um, no, because uh, 21st, uh, we have, we have the other show on the 21st. That's, that's a Friday. Right. So we'll be back on the 23rd. Welcome to the greatest love you